this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, AfterBuzz TV listeners. Want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell us what you're thinking? Send us a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send us audio that might end up in the future episode of our after show. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform we use to publish and distribute our podcast to you for free. You can send us voice messages about all sorts of topics, questions you have for us, what the thought of the latest episode of this TV show, who we should have on the show, something you want us to do better, your best impressions of one of the characters, anything you can think of. We'll see all your messages and we might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes that part super easy. You can send us a voice message right now from wherever you're listening. Just tap the link in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. Your Sundays are for the Spanish princess. Will Catherine be staying in England? Will the Tudor curse be broken? Stay tuned for season one, episode three of the Spanish princess, an audacious plan on After Buzz dramas now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. We are back again this Sunday on the Spanish Princess After Show. My name is Sahai Wilson, and I am your lovely host. I have three lovely queens with me this week. Ladies, please introduce yourselves. I'm Rachel Goodman. Hey, how's it going? Carrie Lane here. Hey, guys. It's Virginia Reina. So this was a good episode. We're kind of getting into the swing of things. What were your overall thoughts about this episode? It was heavy, and uh, that could be a really bad pun, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, oh, at the end you go, well, on that note, let's talk about it. Yay! Yeah, it was a little bit of a downer. Yeah. I think the worst part was just seeing the, the dead baby. Like, oh, that's just so heartbreaking ever to witness, you mm-hmm. know? We saw a lot of political ambition from Catherine yes. that was obviously not realistic, but in the context of this being historical fiction, I actually really loved that mm-hmm. we saw a very powerful um Female character. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. We have so much for you tonight. We have some news and gossip. We have our special segment, Keeping It Real. And you'll also get to see some photos of me at the royal wedding, because I was actually a guest there. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. Also, we're in the live chat tonight, so give us your comments and tell us what you th- thought of this episode. You know, for me, I, I'm i getting warmed up to these characters now. We're in week three, and Catherine has been through so much. She's She's got a dead husband, a crazy kind of in-laws, and now this week she's trying to save herself from having to go home. So what I found interesting was that, so Catherine is, after the death of Arthur, she has to figure out 
what's next for her. Does she stay or does she go? It feels like Arthur's family kind of wants her to go, but Catherine's like, no, I need to stay. And it doesn't only affect her, it affects her country and her entire court, meaning Rosa and Lena and everyone else. So she's trying to figure out what her plan is. And what she comes up with is kind of seducing Harry, which I liked. And it's speaking to what you were saying about a strong female character, we see that in the way she moves with Harry. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that um, there's her whole entire plan. I wanted to know, like, in the beginning of this, I was trying to figure out why what was motivating her to stay and not just say, all right, well, I'm going to go home. Right. It's her destiny. yeah, Yeah. And just... She made a really valid point during the episode along the lines of, I don't want to just go back and get married off to another country. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So really, she was putting the needs of her country before anything else and before what she actually wanted. Because like you, I was getting a sense of she was no longer welcome from right. pretty much everybody except Harry. Definitely. We open up with Catherine at the funeral and the funeral procession. And Arthur's grandmother has sent a little carriage for her. But she chose to ride on a mule. What did you guys think of that? I thought it was interesting. They called it a litter. I've heard of it as a palaquin, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's more to carry a bride. Okay. But I guess it's, it's the same shape. So right. I was like, a litter? That sounds like a horrible name. Um, <laughs> it was like a cat litter. Right. Um, right. That's what I thought. <laughs> but I, I think it's her asserting her, this is the way I do it. Yes, I'm going to do some of your traditions, but this is the way I want to go about it. And I like the thing later where Lena tells the Queen Mother that, uh, or Mother of the King, <clears throat> that, you know, the Mother of Jesus rode on a mule, too. Right. That, and it is a more, I think it's a more humbling thing, and I think she, uh, Catherine believes in it as well. And it made her probably look better in the eyes of the people. And not necessarily she was trying to do it for that purpose, but inadvertently they're like, oh, wow, that she's out in public because the other thing is in that litter probably pull the curtains. They probably don't get to see her face at all. And right. so this is like, I am here. You can see how I feel about this. And I am not so high and mighty to ride on some. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Fancy Stallion. Right. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And getting to your point, like, I do believe that, you know, all of these kings and queens, they believe that this was their destiny. Like, they were made to be the queen of, you know, like, she believes she's going to be queen of England. So she's got to figure out, like, how can I be queen of England so I don't have to be queen of France? And, you know, like they said, passed around to all of Europe. Right. I mean, that must be horrible. And she already had an experience and now she's trying to get used to Europe or England, you know. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm staying. I'm going to figure this out. uh, can lead a donkey to water but he can't make a drink so in terms of God has given her this plan but he's not going to give her all the easy steps so she goes yes this is my destiny by God but I got to be active in it so I like that she's being proactive not just well God's going to make it work right she's like no I have to do something and that's very like from what we've seen of her from the beginning she's very headstrong yes she is going to be who she is but she's not going to she's also not going to forget her cultural background even though we were talking about the Spanish Inquisition before the show and it's just interesting 
interesting to me, knowing what was happening in Spain, and that she is not letting she's not letting her upbringing go, even though she wants to stay in a, a country that mm-hmm. is foreign to her. Right, because she sees that there's more. Her staying means so much to so many people. Going back to the funeral, we saw Lena and Rosa wailing as yeah. a part of the, you know their culture and the Arthur's family being like, "What's going on here?" But his mother. Queen Elizabeth was like let let him let them wail because she was taking the death so hard. Yeah, right. And I almost feel like it was like her way of actually wailing without you know having to do it herself because like they can't like they can't express that emotion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What I also liked was that Harry met. Catherine right at the front of the church and it kind of reminded me of the wedding because he mm-hmm. walked her down the aisle during the wedding and here it is he's walking Aww. her down the aisle for his brother's funeral right. but still there that's where we saw the flirting was like the the door opened at, he did at the not funeral. let go of that hand as quickly no, she no. did <laughs> and I was going to say to earlier of her seducing him I'm like she did not have to try that hard she just more had to be like green light go I yeah. her all the singles she already kind of knew he liked her yeah but now it's the Yes, I'm, and like, I'm how on some the people, not just men, but can, women can be dense too. Of like, no, no, like I'm. This is good. Let's keep proceeding. Yeah, and they are setting this up to make it look like he is the good guy, exactly, and that she is going to be the the one who lied to him, right. and yeah. that he always mm-hmm. had pure intention. So they are automatically like they're taking the debate out of this for us. Well, I hope not because we we see it's a kind of a, like a dance that they're playing. Yeah. Like she's she's playing a game. He's taking the bait sometimes, but he's also playing a game with her too yeah. so we'll see you know that's the thing with a, a historical drama like this it's like there's the things that the writers are writing and that yes they're pulling from historical facts but like how are they playing it in the show is also going to be interesting to see so we also the other issue that Catherine had was is Maggie Pohl going to confirm her story so mm-hmm. in order to for this plan to work she has to have everyone believe that the marriage was not consummated with Arthur and that she's still basically an el- eligible bachelorette and available to marry Harry um, did you think Maggie was going to mess you know kind of mess her up and, and spill the beans I thought Maggie was going to do exactly what she did because I, I know that Maggie is a very honest person. That and the fact that she really loves Arthur. And so she was not going to do anything that would betray his integrity and betray her feelings for him. And she barely knows Catherine. Like, yeah, Catherine did apologize to her and they were on pretty good terms. But she doesn't know Catherine that well. And mm-hmm. they don't have a bond. Like, she doesn't owe Catherine that. And so she's not yeah. going to... Like, this is a very pious woman as well. So she's not going to take... She's not going to risk that. She knows what... She knows that not only would she be betraying um, her God, but she would. She could also... She said it herself. They do a very thorough investigation in the court. And mm-hmm. so if she's found out to be lying, she knows what could happen to her. She's seen how horrible... How... What horrible things can happen to the people that she loves. And I feel she's too honest that I don't think she'd go out of her way to sabotage Catherine, but yeah. it's the I'm not going to lie for you. Right. right. And now it's definitely going to be a who believes who statement of, well, this person said this, this person said that. But Catherine has a great point. Well, did anybody see us? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's she's like, well... Yeah, it's kind of like easy A. Like, oh, we were just, you know, jumping yeah. on the bed. Except for the fact that Arthur told Maggie what actually happened. And so now it's kind of like yeah. indirectly Arthur's word, too, even right. though he's no longer living, because he did tell somebody. And I love how Catherine tried to make all these excuses. It 
I couldn't he even believe it because he was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Maggie said she loved Arthur a lot, but as a son, as too. a son, yeah. and yet we don't know. Was Arthur just lying to her just to make it sound like you know? Because uh, as Catherine said, she and Arthur agreed to kind of let people believe more happened than it did. You know, I don't. Mary, at this point, Maggie, for me, I don't trust her too much. Mm. I know Queen Elizabeth doesn't trust her. She still blames her for the death of Arthur. She says, "How convenient." was it for you to send your own children away and yet here it is my son died so there's this friction between the cousins you know Maggie and and Queen Elizabeth um that I find interesting. So, Maggie, I'm still on the fence with her. Uh, I think Neela J in the chat agrees with you. Maggie will probably end up saying something. See? Yeah, yes. she's a little yeah. shady. Welcome and hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust her at all either. I think that that's like, I'm just thinking, I can already see that that's what's going to trip up Catherine's story when it does finally come out is that Maggie's not going to back it. Yeah. Which is interesting because it seems like Maggie really wants to just get out of the space. Like, she'd rather be in the countryside at home and not dealing with any of this drama. So, I don't know. I think she's going to... She doesn't seem to be trying as hard to get away. But it does seem... Okay, when the kids had the candy, it looked like their dad was watching them. Like, and I kind of was like, are they getting poisoned? Because he seemed really suspicious. But yes. I think that was the in- asking the, yeah. the question. That was right? um, the royal chaplain, Wolseley, mm-hmm. um, interviewing the children. Okay. And, yeah. and Richard Pohl, Maggie's husband, saw that he got on the floor and was like playing with the kids and giving them candy. Yeah. But he was really interviewing the kids because, you know, kids will definitely spill the beans. Oh, yes. absolutely. <laughs> he, my kids always tell on me for any, like, they're like, oh, mommy lets us jump on the couch. Not around, yeah. Daddy. I'm like, why are you saying that to your father? So, yeah, they always let it slip. Yeah, I think with Maggie, she likes her role. She would love to avoid the drama, but she likes the perks of of this being her family. She gets, uh, you know, to, to... live a life of wealth mm-hmm. you know there's a little bit of financial stability there but yes at the same time on the it's a double-edged sword you get a comfortable life but mm-hmm. you you might get shanked in the back you never know you got to always be you know looking at your back watching your back yeah so i was really curious if you know they all want like it seems like they all want Catherine to be with some like they want the spanish alliance so why wouldn't maggie just say yep that's what that's what happened like so that it just continues and then she doesn't have to be in it because she knows that Elizabeth really wants like something to go on. So right. like it's like I don't want to piss off Elizabeth. She already killed my brother, her brother. Who else is she going to kill? Right. You know. So why wouldn't she just be like, okay, yep, that's that's if it's only her and her like handmaiden, why wouldn't she just say it? That's a good point because in addition to. Catherine being worried about this the alliance happening. They were also um, the Brits were worried about their money. They were worried about getting the dowry because mm-hmm. the, again, this is a financial transaction, not just a romantic thing. So you're, that's a good question. I think Maggie just lives in fear. Yes, she, I think she constantly lives in fear. And I, I found it interesting. There was a scene where Maggie tells Catherine, "Hey, I told you your ambition is going to get the best of you. You have to watch out for these people." But at the same time, you're right. Who? But look at that. She she's not even here's the new girl Catherine in town and Maggie's like giving her the heads up which is kind of like betraying her own family you know so it's like where is she standing too she's wavering a little bit and I think that's really what it comes down to is that Maggie knows that the true the real truth like I think that because she's seen what can happen it to her own family members I just think that she doesn't want to risk her own life by lying under oath and yeah. just I, I just think she's really like scared. I think that's what her motivation is at this point. Agreed. Now do we approve with Catherine's ambitions and tactics? Um we have Sadie Cat in T V in the chat says Catherine is just trying to survive. 
I, I think Catherine has the right plan because she's not killing anybody to move ahead. And she's like, this is my destiny. This is what I'm going to do. And maybe going around about things a little differently than people are used to. But but isn't that what everybody's trying to do back then? That's what doing, yeah. <laughs> because like, you're either going to die of the sweating sickness or childbirth or whatever. Right. So like you might as well try to be the queen. Right. right? I think Catherine also is like, you know, two people were murdered for this this transaction then to occur. Then it'd be in vain. You know, mm-hmm. my mother has worked so hard. I've traveled. I've come to this cold place. This this kind of has to happen for me, you know. Yeah. I already had to make out with a guy with a bowl cut. You know, <laughs> I've, you know, I've suffered. So I think everyone's trying to survive. And we have to think about the role of women back then. They mm-hmm. were kind of just property and, and being forced to do things that they didn't want. So fortunately, she has wealth on her side. But other women at that time did not. So they didn't have many choices because mm-hmm. the people were making the choices for them all the time. Well, and if you think of your options as Catherine, like, okay, you're about to be Queen of England. Right. Then your husband dies. Then what are your other choices? Is like the old man in Scotland. Like I would absolutely <laughs> take Prince Harry, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, and that's a, that's a, like a case where she knows what the option is and is like, well, he might be a little bit of a brat, and you know, he maybe lied to her. But of all the options there could be, at least he seems like an eligible bachelor. And I think she genuinely does have feelings for yeah. Harry too, and so I think it's also that is she's thinking, well, this is the guy who I fell for who right. I thought yeah, I was in true. love with and so what's the, what's the big deal I kind of want to be with this guy and he obviously wants to be with her right now yes. so that <laughs> so well, and I, they're teenagers like that's yeah. the other thing we have to think of like they're young like okay one died on to the next yeah right yeah but and then you, Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, she. this is the guy she wrote the letters to. So she has a bond with him. Yeah. Then it's going to take time to bond with somebody else. She's like, this one over here is already good. So let me just work with what I got. Yeah. She already checked the merchandise. Yes. (laughs) Almost. Yeah. The letters told a lot, probably. Yes, they did. Speaking of working with, we are working with so many shows here at After Buzz TV. Uh, yes, we have. So you're obviously on the drama channel right now. We also have the sci-fi fantasy channel, animation, reality, red carpets. So make sure to click that subscribe button to this channel and the other one so you can be up to date on all the awesome programming that comes out of After Buzz. And we can't do it without you. Also, give the videos thumbs up, leave comments, iTunes, leave a rating. Get <laughs> Let's get the one through five. Yeah. Get them to that five because, you know, one through four don't work. And we appreciate so much listening and watching because you're helping us be the ESPN of TV talk and we can't do it without you. Thank you. While they are, Harry and um, Catherine are courting each other, I found that the, the scenes of that her playfulness with mm-hmm. him was very interesting when she was sword fighting with him. I was like, wow, she she really gets it from her mama. Yeah. And so it's actually, speaking to that, that's another good example of how they've taken a lot of creative liberty mm-hmm. and shown a character who, in her time, she probably, like realistically, would not have been acting that way with him. Totally. And she, especially sword fighting, like that was just not something <laughs> that someone, not not even just because she was a female, but also because she was royalty, she just wouldn't be behaving like that. Right. And that's just a very, um, you know, obviously they took liberties and um, it was still really fun to watch. And I love that they're doing it for the reason that we are seeing a strong um, female role. And I feel like that's very important right definitely, now. Definitely, definitely. I think it'd be boring if we saw a, a, this character just like laying in bed, getting her hair done. I like the fact that she has some spunk to her. Well, they probably do that bridge that gap because her mom 
fought. Yeah. And, yeah. And but so I, you go, yeah, sure, I'd buy it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like how, though, she went and, like, sat with the book. You know, oh, yeah, like, she's <laughs> like, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> kind of like the put makeup on and then jump back yeah. in bed. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, it's her so cute. Her hair was down. Yeah. And, like, and I like how they, you could tell he was liking her because he was walking this way. They walk that way. And then he turns around and, like, keeps going back the way he came. I'm like, wait, you were... All right. Yeah, you're Apparently going the he's other smitten way. already. <laughs> yes. And what I loved in that scene also, did you see that he was holding some animals, like some rabbits, yeah, the rabbits. That, he, that he killed with the crossbow yeah. that Catherine gave him? So Catherine gifted uh, Harry Arthur's mm-hmm. old crossbow, and he just happened to be walking down <laughs> right. the, in the fields with the rabbits and the crossbow. It was very romantic. I feel yeah. like he plays the game the same yeah, way she does. Yeah. So. And, like, he even said, like, I think it was actually that conversation with the book he was like you know what I'll teach you how to play my grandmother but you have to teach me something too and oh, he yeah, didn't even yeah. think of it um, and they were joking about the sword fight and like you know how he was going to be the best but mm-hmm. I just I feel like that's what that he he is a player Definitely. just yes. like her they're playing different games but yeah. But yeah. if we didn't already know what the outcome yeah. was, I'd think that they're like a match made in heaven. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. But it's nice to see the active flirting, too. Because it's fun for us as audience. It's like, oh, it's cute and fun and like sexy to watch. Because that sword fighting is visually interesting for a show. Like yes. maybe they didn't do it or they did something a little more mundane. But it's like, ooh, this is cool. Yes. Versus yeah. like playing chess or we'll, tea time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into more of some of those facts in our Keeping It Real segment. So speaking of Harry, you know, I love at the church during the funeral, he also says that the people of the area are feeling you know Catherine's pain as well and he admitted that he wasn't kind to his brother and he felt guilty and I was like oh okay we're seeing some growth here from you we also were laughing at the fact that he looked like such a different guy with his hair like smoothed down and like clean cut during, for the funeral um, it's like going to church he had to clean up yes this. exactly <laughs> so and like you mentioned he offered to teach Catherine during this this courting process cause that they were doing how to play her grandmother which that grandmother is hardcore so mm-hmm. she She's gonna need some help. She's got to keep her hands to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was so like. So the scene that we're referencing is when the grandmother is trying to find out if Catherine is pregnant. I know the early signs. Right. Whether she's had her. Are you sore? Let me see. Yes. And she puts her hand, like, uh, attempts to force her hand down Catherine's dress, and Catherine has to like fight her off. But grandmother is is not playing any games. She's like, listen, are you having a baby or not? I know what the signs are. Are are you sore? Are you moody? Like, what's going on? And grandma is just hardcore. And that's uh-huh. the question I have. How does she think? Because they're all expecting that there's going to be a baby. And Catherine's going along with it. Like, yeah, there could be. <laughs> How does she expect to go from that to, oh, yeah, we never did it? Well, she, yeah. she was very she was very slick. She said, oh, you I know, like the, when yeah. my brother uh, mm-hmm. died, I didn't have my, my cycle for four months. So I don't know when it's going to come. Maybe She had a clapback uh, yes. answer for everything. Grandmother was like, you know, when are you going to get your period? She was like, I don't know. It com- comes and it goes. So she, she had an answer for everything. And at that point, that's when the grandmother also said, you are sly like your father, like a fox, and, yes. and not, not not like your mother, which I found interesting. I also like Catherine burning her little period pad thing, which yeah. I was like destroying the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> really quick shout out to our sponsor, guys. 
Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to hit record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard everywhere. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So then... Catherine and Harry, Harry basically proposes to Catherine, and but he has to get permission from his father, who then has to get permission from the Pope. And I found that that was interesting because having to go through all those people, but I, I was just happy that it happened. I was like, okay, I wasn't, I was like, is this going to happen? How is this going to go through? But it was cool to see that all of this was going on. At the same time, Queen Elizabeth was pregnant. Now, she's pregnant she is having pains and then suddenly she goes into early labor. Do we think it was the stress of losing the son, the the fears that the nightmares that she was having about losing her her brother and all the stress that made her have an early miscarriage? I mean an early early birth? I feel like based upon what ends up happening where she keeps urging him not to allow Catherine and Harry to marry that that news of him coming to ask for permission could have set it off. I also think, I mean, just from watching it, it seems like it could have just been the baby was positioned in an awkward way and it was causing more stress in her body. And so when she did give birth, um, maybe in today's society, they could have given her a C-section. Yeah, Um, I was thinking, I was wondering that too. I'm like, oh, it's probably the wrong, Um, yeah, I thought maybe it was the wrong position. And also how stressed she was, we've seen her constantly, are there people threats and and like freaking out and you're like, that is never good for your body, even without being pregnant. So it's like, of course that life is just like, nope. And so that was just so unfortunate. Like all that trouble, and like we don't know how long, which far enough along, and it's just like, oh, that's I yeah. know, I know. That scene was horrific to see yeah. the stillborn baby, and then her like saying, "I'm gonna go see my son. I'm gonna yeah. see my brother," yeah. and her family like realizing, okay, she's not gonna last through the night. And it the was, kids don't even get there in time to say goodbye. I know. Yeah. But it's funny because here it is, the family's going through this whole thing yeah. with the birth, and Catherine's over here like, okay, plans in motion, <laughs> writing the letter to her mom, like oblivious to what has just happened in her, in this household. I was waiting for someone to deliver a message to her, be like, by the way, yeah, shit's going down on the other side <laughs> of the castle. I know you don't know. So yeah. it, was, it was such a complete opposite. It was literally different worlds. Yeah. And, like, oh. and can I just say, like, when Catherine tells Harry that, you know, like, so I'm kind of still a virgin. Like, I'm not going to drop <laughs> it. Like, you got to figure this out. Like, come, yeah. come with me. Like, let's do this together. Yeah. You know? And he was like, oh, we could be married. You yeah. know? It was just like, oh, it was just so perfect because she didn't have to say it. You right. Know? Right. Right. No, so it's the best plans are the ones that they think they've come up exactly. with. So she's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then he thinks it's his brilliant idea. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. No, it was great because she's like, oh, you would marry me? <laughs> The sign of true virgin. Yeah. <laughs> so we have this newly engaged couple, but then we also have the brewing romance of uh, Oviedo and Lena that really took uh, took a, went to another level in this episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, Prince Harry, after fighting with well, sword fighting um, with Catherine, ends up cutting Oviedo's hand um, playfully, but he was still bleeding. Eating, which leads Lena to try to cover his hand with a with her her, her maiden, scarf her scarf, and 
then that leads to another torrid hallway kissing session mm-hmm. and a little bit more touching. I was fine. I was I was like, yes, we are moving along with this romance. <laughs> I think they played that out very well in terms of one. He already feels there's some chemistry. Does the initial kiss of like, all right, you good? We on the same page? <laughs> okay, and then proceeds to like maybe be a little more private, and then he is definitely more the giver. That I was like, yes, thank you. Storyline <laughs> where it's the women receiving and not like having to do something for him because often that's yeah. it's the other way of you're like, yes, do this for me, woman. And it's like, well, now no. thinking about it, you know, she's she's. Uh, higher than him in rank, I guess. Yeah. You know, because she's in in the court, yeah. and um, that comes to play when they're having their first date at the bar. She's like, I can't hang out with you soldiers and mm-hmm. you low lives. But in the hallway romance session, you know, she kind of was able to let go. She has to always be on on point. She always has yeah. to be watching out, watching her back, watching the infantas back, and you know, looking out Rosa. for everyone. He was helping her relax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's always going to be their issue, though. Is yeah. this that is that Lena's always torn between being part of the royal court, yeah, and giving him a chance? Like it's been that way since they first met because he is just he's very different and unlike her in certain ways. But he's also one of the better characters on the show in terms yeah. of his, his honor and his integrity and just everything kind that he's done. Now, uh, quick question mm-hmm. on that romance. How did you all feel with that scene? So sitting down and eating, everything's going fine. When his friends show up, he kind of talks to them of, yeah, I did the thing you told me to do for our date. And it felt like she goes, wait a minute, like this wasn't all organically your idea? Did it come across that way to anybody else? I didn't else? pick that up. What I picked up was that here it is. She thought he was like a man that has his own thoughts and his own mind and, and his, is his mm-hmm. own person. Suddenly these British soldiers come up to him and then he's playing the fool like, like these are my homies, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they're, we should trust them. And she's like, no, you shouldn't. You know, who's, whose idea was this? But she, just, to me, it seemed like she suddenly felt uncomfortable and was questioning whether or not he was the person that he'd been, like a yeah. strong-minded yeah. individual. Well, yeah. and I also thought it maybe made her question like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. You know, kind of like, ooh, this is a little more than I can handle. I also, I took it in a very interesting way, too, in that I, I felt like these men were kind of a threat and yeah. that he was trying to defuse the situation and that hmm. was kind of trying to talk her into staying so that it was kind of like, uh, you know, not what it could turn into okay. to get them to kind of relax more around her so that they wouldn't there wouldn't mm-hmm. be another situation where some random guy was trying to assault her. But the funny thing thinking about that as well is that Oviedo had said to her, are these the kind of people that you're going to marry, these boys, when he when yeah. Harry cut his hand? And here it is in the bar. He was acting like a boy being so happy that his friends showed up. But then his friends are disrespecting her and, and peeing next to her. I was waiting for him to, to stand up yeah, and say he, something. He like, does. oh, you speak English? And, like, yeah. him to be like, no, she knows it really. Yeah. Like, it was a little off. So we had that romance happening. So we'll see what happens with uh, Lena and Oviedo. Fortunately, this week, Rosa stayed out of trouble. You for know, now, that for we've now. seen, <laughs> <laughs> but she she was like ex- to show that she's kind of on a different level and not really paying attention. She was really waiting for the for Catherine to be pregnant. She yeah. was like, should we start, you know, building the making the, the baby clothes? Yeah, yeah like, like, no, girl. she's had her cycle. Like, what? Where are you? Aren't you supposed <laughs> to be paying attention to these things? <laughs> yeah. And then um, moving on to another couple, we had uh, Meg. Who poor little Meg. You know, she's still on target to marry King James of Scotland, and 
she doesn't want it to happen. Mm-mm. She's st- stressed out about that and really unhappy. Well, yeah, and her grandma's like, oh, it's okay. I had my first period and then I got pregnant. And I was just like, oh, my god!" At 12. Like, at 12. Yes. Like, I found that very... So technically, you died younger, so... Right. But still, that's still young. That's... Yeah. Like, what, after your seventh baby? Like, <laughs> you know, like 20? No, but I mean, like, lifespan, you know, you went, like, to live to 60s would be ancient yeah. or something, so... But, you know, we would think more like... 15, maybe. Be, somehow 12 <laughs> yeah. is like, whoa. I mean, whoa. I, like, I think that they would pair be a mother at 12. But, yeah, to actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I was reading somewhere, too, that teenagers, it isn't like what we think. Teenagers, even back then, like, they didn't say, oh, go off and sleep with each other. They they didn't necessarily need you to do that at such a young age, mm-hmm. even if you were married. Okay, good. Because, but just the thought of her being 12 years old and then having a baby yeah. at yeah. 12 or 13, I was Oof. like, whoa. But, I mean, I guess things don't change. It still happens today, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we also then say, see that. Meg, I'm not sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Maggie and Richard Pohl, their relationship is in turmoil. Like, she's fearful of what's going to happen. Her husband's like, you got to watch your back. You know, this. I know this is your cousin, but we basically aren't safe here. And it just leaves their relationship kind of in in, in a bad place Make as your well. peace. Exactly, exactly. Which she tries to, yeah. almost like, I'm going to help out at the birth thing. I, like, she came as a concerned fellow mother. Like, I'll help out. And Nope, did not go well. But when when uh, Queen Elizabeth put it into my mind that Mag, it was convenient that Maggie's children left before the sweat came. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I don't, I don't think I don't think that was intentional. I don't though. think so. Either. Like I think Maggie really does care about her, but she keeps getting the shaft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I really do think she cares about them because you know she loved Arthur like a son, and yeah. I think it's just because her because Queen Elizabeth just kept like being like, no, you're you have these ambitions, and this you could like they could dethrone them. I think is like her always her yeah. thinking too. So you know it was a weird life back then. I mean you look at it like. King Henry is always like, oh, this is going to happen. He, like, he's always stressed out, too. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like that she just can't be comfortable with anybody nope. else. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll discuss my thoughts on, on Maggie and our predictions. Mm. But speaking of a weird life back then, we also like to talk about what life was really like back then in our Keeping It Real segment. So... <laughs> 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 I need to live up to that. <laughs> okay, so there were some, there were two major historical inaccuracies and inaccuracies in this episode. The first one I really want to stress and point out is that baby Catherine, which would have been the child, which was the child that was born and died instantly, the stillbirth. She actually, baby Catherine was not a stillbirth. Um, she was born um, and lived for about eight days. So she did pass away pretty quickly, but it wasn't just, she was not born as a stillborn. She actually lived. Same thing with um, Elizabeth. She didn't die instantly either. Mm. Um, She lived another 11 days. So her baby died first. um, And then she passed. And she, what they believe is that she died from postpartum infection. Um, Mm. And so that's... It was basically she died from chills, a fever, but it took, it wasn't just instant like that. Right. Um, it did take, you know, over a, a couple week. of days. Ugh. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The other thing that I really want to point out is with the Harry and Catherine marriage, mm-hmm. um, the consummation of the marriage, which was a huge thing in this episode because of the way they're portraying Catherine, um, it did not. There's speculation over whether the marriage was actually consummated. We don't know. We know. We know Henry's side, well, Harry's side right now. We know Harry's side, we know her side. 
Um, the inaccuracy, though, is that Catherine most likely would not have lied. She's a very she was a very religious person. Um, she came from the Spanish Inquisition, so she it's it's beyond just oh well what can they what are they going to do if I lie? It's it's more okay. Well, she wouldn't have done that in the eyes of God, and also she does not the real Catherine did not act the way that they are portraying her in the show. Um, she was not. That, that outspoken, she was more, um, she was very, a lot quieter is mm. what everything I'm seeing online. So it just, the chances of her doing, being so bold as to try to get with Harry and lie specifically for that reason would not have happened. Um, the other thing is, and I know you guys mentioned this before, Harry was born in, in 1491. So at this point, we're, okay, so Catherine died in 1503. So Harry only would have been about 12. Mm. So this would not have been happening while Catherine was born. Mm. Right. Um, he, especially the way that Harry is acting. Like, it just, it wouldn't have happened like that. And um, so, yeah, that's the biggest thing is that it just... It's it wasn't it's a very debated topic and yeah. they still don't know what truthfully happened, but what the reason why historians believe Harry lied is because he wanted a male heir and Catherine was never never able to give him one. So mm. that's why mm. after a while he was actually with Mary Boleyn and then um Mary Boleyn was okay with being his mistress when he wanted to be with Anne. Anne was not okay with that. And so that's why he started the process of saying, oh, well, she did sleep with my... Catherine did sleep with my brother to get Got the adult Got right. it. And so I think the most important thing you said, though, was that, you know, she was so religious. And she yeah. they had to get the Pope to bless it yeah. in order yeah. for it to go forward. So that's yeah. why I believe, like, there's no way she would have been okay with, like, the rest of her life living out like that when she and could easily she, go marry somebody else. She never admitted... She never changed her story until the day she died. That's that's, That's right, girl. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta stay, stay, stay <laughs> on that. So wait, what was the story that changed? As in, she changed it the day she died. No, no she, she never, never did. Oh, never changed. She, it. Yeah. she always said that she did not sleep with Arthur. Mm. Good girl. Yeah. Now, Arthur and Catherine's marriage didn't last, but we do have a marriage that did last in our news and gossip. So the news today is that it is the one-year anniversary of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So. Not quite a lifetime yet, but they're on the road to their happily ever after. And Sahai actually was at the royal wedding. Yes, we have some pictures here of my trip to London, to Windsor. So this is where you got off the train. I have a photo of Harry. It says a banner that says Harry and Meghan Central. This is what we saw when we got off the train in Windsor. That's me holding one of the flags that I purchased with Harry Harry and Meghan. And then we have Windsor Castle. The day after the wedding, I actually went to Windsor Castle for a tour um, along with the rest of the world, as you can see. <laughs> and then it, that's inside the castle, and that's the chair setup that was oh. actually, this is the day after the wedding, so that's how the chairs were set up. And then we have the flowers. Those are some of the actual flowers from the wedding that were still in the castle the day after the wedding. Oh, that's nice that they left it there. Yes. And then I have a little video of the procession as I watched it. I waited for hours with um, um, the world you'll see right now. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> this is where she waves to me. <laughs> that is just so incredible. You were very 
Were you really close, or is that I a lot of really Zoom? Close. That looks no. like you're very close. I waited for hours with a, a lovely family from Philadelphia. Aww. There were mothers, daughters, people from all over the world there. So it was a great experience. So what was the energy? That you hear me Just screaming. Like that all the time. <laughs> I mean, people thought I was crazy for going over there. I'd never been to London before, so I thought, hey, what better, yeah, yeah, better time. And it was nothing like I've ever experienced before. The energy was amazing. Aww. That's had, so cool. Yeah, I had a great time. So now, Sadie Cat in the chat likes the photos. Says, Thank- Love the pictures. <laughs> Thank you, Sadie. Thank you. Um, now we'll get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Because even though this is historical fiction, there's a lot of fiction in it. But I'm like, even if we know kind of where things are going, it's yeah. the how. Yeah, I'm playing off, Whew. you know. I'm focusing on the show. I know it, yeah. it, I, I, it starts making me a little confused if I think about what really yeah. happened. So I'm focusing on what the writers are writing. So who wants to start? Oh, I have a. I didn't like that. I thought it, but I'm like, oh, I think Oviedo's going to die <gasps> <laughs> later. Like not yet, but he's going to do something, and it's going to be like him and Lena are having. They've gotten better at their relationship, but something he'll die like saving her or protecting her later. Interesting. Yeah. That's, Harsh. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh no, I don't want him to die though. But yeah, that's really I you like really thrown me off. <laughs> I, was like, I, can't, I can't even wrap my head it's around that. Back from that one. Um yeah, no, I, I really don't have too much right now. I'm just like I really want to see how this is gonna play out with um Maggie and Catherine because I feel like there's this like they were kind yeah. of like, Okay, we're on the same team, but now she's like, Oh no. Like, I am not on your side at all. So I wonder how she'll react when they, they go, by the way, your cousin's dead. And it's like, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like, because she doesn't know yet. Right. I, Paul, yeah, I don't think she Yeah, she no, because she was, they're like, get out of the room and leave. And so it's yeah. like, yeah. And then Catherine's like twirling like, I'm going to be queen of England. Yeah. Sorry to get Elizabeth. Well, because Elizabeth's not around anymore. So. Yeah. Well, then, you know, um, Elizabeth did apologize to Maggie yeah. on her deathbed, which yeah, I thought was... She, why do you think she did Tell me I'm sorry. Tell her I'm sorry. Because she, she went to heaven. Like, oh. she, you know, she was, like, seeing all these visions. I feel like that's yeah. why she, like, went to heaven and was like, okay, I've killed everybody I'm related to. I need to, like, make peace. Yeah. Or do which you think I, it was part of the curse, like, her trying to make amends Well, for what the, did she whisper? That's that what I want to know. other one. And that's what I want to know. Is it historically accurate? Did she really tell King Henry don't let him mm. marry Catherine? I didn't see anything when I was searching for that, so something tells me that didn't actually happen. Okay. But for next week, I'll search again. <laughs> yeah, I'll dig a little deeper. Yeah, <laughs> I am curious the way that they're setting this up with Catherine lying. Like she is the one definitely at fault, making this huge, you know, betrayal. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. you know, for that time period, it, w- it is considered a huge betrayal, and they're making poor Harry look like he's getting into this marriage under false pretenses and so I think that they are going to make Harry look like more of a victim than real Mm. life and that when he does start um, cheating on her I think that it's going to be because she was being kind of manipulative and he might have found out or um, maybe like he just maybe there that his brother gets too involved Mm. and like even though obviously he's gone maybe the memory of him like it's Catherine just you know so wait a minute so you're coming from the point where you think they actually had sex and that she's lying that Catherine and and and, Arthur yeah yeah you really think they have oh in real life or on the show, on the show, yeah, I think they definitely had sex. Okay, she's lying see, about. I don't think they really had sex. 
<laughs> I definitely this think they did. The booth. Didn't they show us them having yeah, sex? Yeah, they well, did. we don't actually see. Exactly. Let's be they more explicit. We don't see insertion. We don't yeah. know. Okay. It's been we don't know. It could have yeah. just been some, some yeah. you know, You don't always touching. have to have sex in order to orgasm, yes, right? exactly, exactly. So we don't really The, the way the show portrays it, I'll say she did. I think you she's think so. definitely lying, and I think that you can tell when she talked to Maggie, and, and like, just the way that Catherine looked, she's like, like oh, boy. I don't really believe myself. Self, like, but Maggie, you need to help lie for me. Yeah, Darn. that's it, it what I did. Kind thinking. of seem like yeah. that. Like, okay, let's just go along with yeah. this. It's gonna yeah. be okay. But yeah, but can I also? There was one other thing that I thought was really funny was when Harry was. She was like saying, like, oh, Harry, you don't look like you've been eating. Like, you need yeah. to eat because you never get bigger. And like all the pictures <laughs> we know of Harry later, he's like very fat. Right, right, right. So I thought that, that was funny. really cute. Well, that's a good point. I think that Maggie is. There, we're gonna see some issues with Maggie. I don't trust her. She and the husband. I don't know. Something's yeah. a little off, and I think she's gonna do whatever it takes to save herself. What were you going to say? Just that Refinery29 did an interview with the ca- with the um, writers and co-creator Matthew Graham said that the choice they made was that she had slept with her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll switch gears. Because they had to make that choice. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, uh, you know, I'm, I want to believe my girl Catherine. I like her. Right? Well, thank you guys so much for sticking with us this episode of The Spanish Princess. My name is Sahai Wilson and you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Say Hi Sahai. And I'm Rachel Goodman, and you can find me on uh, Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. And you can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Virginia Reina. Thank you guys so much, Thank and you. we'll see you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.